okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hunt, this ain't a phone. Grind never stopping, I'm keeping it cold. Unlocking the door with the holy key. You supposed to be this close to me, and hopefully, you understand. G.O.D. made me this cold, and I'm talking like no degrees. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It needed to be said, crew. Julius, man, we got a special guest today, dog. Mm-hmm. I feel like he don't even need an intro with himself, dog. He is a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. He just got paid. Mm-hmm. Florida boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Byron Pringle, man, how you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, dog. Thanks for joining us today. Julius, man. You, what's up, man? How man. you? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. You know, we've been, what is it, episode eight, putting in work. We're going to keep going, man, and, and, and just keep bringing in these guests to give insight. Because a lot of times, people look at you guys as superhuman. Like, right. you know, needless to say, I, I personally feel like you guys are superhuman because you Thank guys you. endure a lot. You got to deal with the, the, the scares of CTE, uh, a career-ending injury, and right. your family depend on you. So, no, hats off to you guys, Tariq, Byron. Hats off to you guys, man. But I... I I like the fact that we're able to bring current NFL players on here and give an insight to who that person is beyond the field, beyond the helmet, and beyond the number, what everybody sees on TV. Or if you fortunate enough to go to a game, uh, beyond what you see that person on the field. Like, you get an insight and a great feel of who every individual is. Right. And that's what I think, you know, the NFL needs to start doing more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um giving more players, you know, the initiative to be more of them, themselves. Right. You know, because, it, like, we see in basketball all, all the time, you know, a, everyone's a star. Right. You know, you got Steph, Steph, Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. you got Braun, you got guys like Giannis. You know, you, you see those guys all over social media. Mm-hmm. You know, but in football, you know, you barely see guys, you know, on social media. Like, it's always team. Right. Team, team, team. I understand that. You know, it's more of us. But understand, like, you know, a lot of guys, you know, we we, we have dreams, we have passions outside of football. So, mm-hmm. that being said, man, we're we going to get the show started. You we know, just start bringing them to the podcast. That's there it, you man. go. That's that's Tampa boy. That's Florida yeah, boy. I, I like it, man. That's why we got him on the show. But anyways, this show yes, sir. is sponsored by Soul Runner, man. If you guys haven't got your, got your Soul Runner gear yet, man, let it, be, let it become a part of your lifestyle. It's not only a brand, but we're a family, dog. Just remember that. So, if you guys want to go get your Soul Runner gear, I'm rocking it right now. huh? Mm-hmm. Soul Runner for life. It's my lifestyle. It's right here behind me. I got some new gear coming out, new collection coming out. It's straight fire. Miami drop. So, mm-hmm. Miami Miami Dolphin fan, any any fan in the world mm-hmm. of of just me or, or, or if you just love just the, the style of it, you know, the feel of it, go, go show your boy some love. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Pringle, we're going to get right into it with you, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's do it. Former chief. <laughs> Let's former, do it. Former chief kingdom, Kansas right? Kansas City chief. Man. Former KC. Yes, sir. So, so tell us about that, man. How does it feel, man, being a Chicago Bear, man? How is it, dog? Like, it, it has to be different. You know, coming from a legendary coach, Andy Reid, and then going into this new place. Because you guys got a new head coach, I believe, right? Is yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, so just tell us about that. Man, it's a different transition coming from Kansas City. Uh, being able to have an opportunity to go out and actually play, even though I did play in Kansas City behind Tyreek. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And and Nicole and D Rob and Sammy. And even when uh Chris Conlon was there when I was on IR. Uh just a great group of guys, you know what I'm saying? I learned everything that I know now from playing in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The little things like being how to be a pro, first and foremost. But back to Chicago, uh it feels good, man, being able to go out there and work with them guys and uh learn a new system that's different from Andy Reid's system, but you know, I'm gonna get the job done. And you gonna make some shake, dog. I that's got right. to make some shake. That's what ball players do, dog. That's yeah. what ball players do. And I'm dog. a and, and I'm a and I'm a worker. You know what I'm saying? I work hard. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in excuses, complaints. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm going out there. I'm trying to win. That's right. I ain't I ain't trying to look for self right now. That's you right. Know what I'm saying you you said something that was interesting. You said it's a different transition, right? Yeah. So we know the money was a different transition, right? You're damn right. <laughs> the money got a little different. Yeah. But let's 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 back up, man, because everyone they see they seen, you know, you tap free agency and we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. But who is Byron Pringle? Like where do you come from? We know you from Tampa. Like, let's start all the way down to childhood. Like, who were you as a kid? Like your upbringing. Uh what was that like? Byron Pringle out of Tampa, Florida. I was raised by my aunt. My mama was in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, uh, she had me, then she had went to prison uh, a few months later. But mm-hmm. she lost custody of me, like when 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 she had me, and uh, she was fighting the case, and uh, she ended up doing six years, mm-hmm. and she ended up having my sister while she was in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, my baby sister, but my aunt ended up raising. Time out. She had you. Yeah. You how? Old? But she she had you. She went to prison when you were how old. I'm sorry. Oh, I was born. I was born. She was still fighting the case. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. She was out on bond. Okay. Okay. And then she and then she went to prison after like a few months later. So she went to prison pregnant again. This wasn't the situation where she was in prison and mysteriously got pregnant. Just yeah. making sure. Okay. Just something like that. Just, just waking, making sure we uh, clear. We know how some of them guards you know, be wilding it. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, just making sure. If she did, she did. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? That's crazy, bro. But that's crazy. Keep it real, man. Nah, she I know see. I love her. Yeah, you yeah, that's real. But that's real. At, at the same time, yes, she ended up having my little sister. And mm-hmm. uh, my little sister, um, she a year younger than me, but my aunt raised me since I was 17 days old. Mm. I was raised with my aunt kids. Um, two 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 daughters, four boys, mm-hmm. and uh, it's me. I was the baby in the house, mm-hmm. but my biological mama she had three boys, two two daughters. Mm-hmm. But so all of my brothers and sisters to me, right? Even mm-hmm. though we weren't raised together, mm-hmm. and uh, raised in Tampa, Florida. Uh, my mom got out when I was probably like six, mm-hmm. and uh, she just back in back and forth from in in and out of the system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and. I was just I was with my aunt like the whole time like so I was like got on my own. Sheesh. So talk about that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. How is your relationship now with your mom? Like, do you think, like, do you think you were able to look past you know some of the issues she had when you were growing up? Yeah, I always I ain't never had no problem with her. I don't never hold nothing against her because I'm a, I'm a father now and I know how hard it is in this real. That's a real man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But. At the same time, like she don't she she do her, she do her, you know what I'm saying? She tell us she tell us all the time. She grown, <laughs> like don't worry about me, you know what I'm saying? But we be worried, but 
it's so, so much you can do for somebody, uh, the help you can get them, and they're just still going to turn it down. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like, to me, bro, it take a real man to be able to say what you just said, you know what I'm saying, to put his pride aside, you know, and still love somebody, you know, the, the way you love your mom and the way you support your mom, dog. Mm-hmm. That's a real man in my book, dog. Yes, sir. Any man that can do that, like I, like I, I really applaud you, bro. And, and that's why you're gonna continue to get blessed, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why I think I'm blessed now. Yeah, you real blessed, dog. The things I've been through, right? I don't, I don't look back on it. I always looking forward. Cause I got my young ones, man. Yeah, you that's got what to. I'm saying. So yeah, how was I, that? How was that though? Was it was it a constant struggle as a kid? You know, you seen your your mom going in and out, in and out of prison. You raised with your aunts. Um, did that have any impact on you? I know you said you're a father now, but you know, was that a struggle for you? I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth, bro. I ain't even know my my aunt was wasn't my mama until my mama got out of prison. Wow, <laughs> I wow. was a little boy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I ain't never go see her when she was in prison, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, one day she had came around to my auntie my auntie house, which is what I call my mama too. Right, uh, just tripping. Right, and he was like. They're just going back and forth yeah, right. like that. And she was like, This is my motherfucking baby. My aunt telling my mama, This is my motherfucking baby. So it just always be those constant battles. And then I find that's when I realized I'm looking like, God damn, damn, my mama. Right. But this is my mama now, you feel right. me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. She right. But I ain't I ain't I ain't never know that though. But she my aunt ain't never like I ain't never like I grew up in the projects and stuff like that, but I ain't but I wasn't missing the motherhood of a right, child. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. She she treated me like I was her own. Her kids treated me like I was their little brother. You know what I'm saying? I used to be the one that's trailing my big brother around or my big sister around, mm-hmm. which is my big cousin. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they treated me like I was their little baby brother. That's all right, man. I mean, that's real, bro. Like, a lot, a lot of us deal with that, especially, you know, being born in the projects, you know, being, being born in, in those, you know, circumstances. You know, so I feel it, bro. Like I, I, I got family members that go through that all the time. Mm-hmm. So yep. I'm right there with you, my brother. Only thing they got to do is just keep going. Yeah, that's keep it, smiling. man. That's it. Just let that motivate you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just let that motivate that's you, it. man. You keep going. So you keep can build smiling, for the future, man. man. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, let's jump into, you know, going and going to college. I mean, playing high school ball, um, and then just getting recruited to go to college. Like, how did that work out for you? Um, my fr- my freshman year, I was at a uh, school called Blake High School in Tampa, Florida. It's known like most all the inner city kids went to. Right. And uh, I was I, I played quarterback. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was on JV the first year. Then I got moved up to varsity after the six games was over with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finished out on varsity playing quarterback. And uh, but throughout the the, the high school season, the football season, I was getting in trouble. And uh, with fights and stuff with my neighborhood against another neighborhood. Mm. And um, the head coach couldn't stop me from getting suspended. And my mama, one day my mom was like, and my sister was like, you need to go to Robson. That's where all of us graduated from anyways. That's another high school in Tampa, uh, South Tampa. And uh, I ended up transferring to Robson after fall season, going into spring season. So I ended up, was able to play spring ball. Mm-hmm. I almost missed the deadline from when I transferred in mm-hmm. and played spring ball that year, my freshman year, I ended up playing spring ball at Robinson High School uh, that year. And uh, it, we had, like, a lot of recruits there right. that year, like James Wilder, 
We had Mr. Florida, uh, Quinn Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre Davis, he was a, rec- a good receiver, come out of Tampa. Uh, so it was a lot of rec- scouts there. And I was at Robinson. That, that team was like one and nine uh, that year, <laughs> that previous year. So we end up, uh, I end up going there, and uh, we end up playing Jefferson. And they just had to want the state state that year before. And I end up getting off on them in the kickoff classic. It was my freshman year, and I switched to receiver. Right. I switched back to receiver. And then going to my sophomore year, I end up putting up some good numbers as a sophomore and uh, getting some looks. Uh, after my sophomore season was over, I was getting looks. Uh, Urban Meyer had done came to high school and uh, was looking for me. Right. So what happened What happened with that situation was I hadn't gotten in trouble with the law oh. on the outer field. <laughs> you say, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't got the field. I mean, got in trouble with the outer field stuff. With, uh, I was trying to dodge the, the trouble pass from leaving Blake. Right. Mm-hmm. When I read the Robinson, these like privileged kids. Mm-hmm. They ain't nothing against them, but they like privileged kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm thinking I'm around the right. People, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to get where I want to go in life. Right. It was football. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. And uh, I ended up getting in trouble with a, with a group of guys off the team and ended up getting kicked out my junior year. Like, Urban Mighty them backed away. My my head coach told them that I was on vacation the whole time I was in the juvenile detention center. That's a story. That's a vacation, It's a vacation. It's a true story now. It's a vacation right now. Yeah, it's a true story. But – uh. So I ended up kicked out, and uh, when I ended up getting out, I had to go to uh, adult school. They, uh, Hillsborough County kicked me out of the uh, public schools, so I missed my whole junior year. Mm. And I was, that was going to be my breakout year. Mm. My sophomore year, we went to state semifinals. We actually played uh, Glade Central. Mm. Uh, that year we lost to them, then they ended up going to state game. And then next year they came back to us for the state uh, tight, uh, semifinals again back in mm-hmm. Tampa this time. This that was, was my junior year. My junior year, year when year I you missed. Play. Mm. And the only thing they were missing, one person, and that was me. Mm-hmm. We lost that one. Uh, I come back my senior year, mostly everybody gone now. Mm-hmm. But we was all right. We ended up making the uh, playoffs. And uh, that's when I, I just took it to another level my senior year. I'm coming in uh, out of adult school. Right. Just get back in public school. And uh, I was end up getting recruited by Youngstown State and other schools too, but it really wouldn't even matter. Uh, and then I had an offer from JUCOs. A couple of JUCOs wanted me, but I ain't had nobody that can tell me what's the JUCO route. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. Until I got with uh, Youngstown, K- uh, Youngstown State receiver coach, his name Andre Coleman. And uh, I called him back, and Eric Wolfer was the head coach at the time at Youngstown State. And I told him, man, uh, I ain't, I ain't going to play ball. You know what I'm saying? At first, I told him I ain't want to play ball because I was all right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had done graduated. I moved on from this football life. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought uh, I, I couldn't make it. Right. Going through. Juco. Yeah, Juco yeah. or Youngstown State. Right. Which was D1AA. Right. But I ain't know you can make it from all different levels. Right. So I actually got in Juco. Exactly. Right. They'll find you. Yeah, they'll definitely find you. They'll find you. They'll definitely find you. So I had ended up waiting. I sat out of school two years, and I was still on probation from my juvenile. Wow, my 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 juvenile pass, and uh, one my la- one of my violations. I had a lot of violations, but I don't want to get into that. But <laughs> nah, you ain't gotta get into it. <laughs> nah, don't go. I had got a I had got a violation, and uh, they were trying to send me to state for a state prison. 
And uh, my girl at the time, well, she's still my girl. She's the mother of my kids. Uh, Tiffany, she was like, man, you know you can go play football, right? I'm like, no the hell I can't. Right. She's like, yes, you can. You can go to junior college. They got they 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 got football teams. Now to remind you now, when I was just in high school, they just right. offered me. A lot of JUCO just offered me. Right. right. And uh so I was like, man, let me call the coach from Youngstown State. So I ended up getting in contact with uh Ed Wolford. This time he was fired from Youngstown State. He ended up taking a position job at uh the 49ers. He was like, man, you know I got a buddy down there in Kansas, Juco uh at Hutchison. Mm-hmm. So he helped me up with him. Head coach of Hutchinson, I sit on my highlight film, my high school highlight film. They they go over, they offer me a scholarship, mm-hmm. but I was still on probation. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was, I ended up getting off probation, but it was the season had already rolled around. So when this when the fall, I mean when the springtime came again, in, in the year that I was supposed to go to Hutch, mm-hmm. they ended up telling me that it was too late and all that. So I called them back like, man, your boys ain't mess with me no more, and that's how I ended up at Butler. Juco, which I love Butler anyways. Right. Fuck Hutch. Yeah, but, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way, man. But, Fuck Hutch, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Lee. But I end up uh, going there, and uh, uh, Andre Coleman was the coach at Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And I said I always wanted to play for them guys. You know what I'm saying? Because because he was a real one. Yeah, there was a real one. They, the whole they, when I called them back two years later, they, they helped me get back in school. Right. You know what I'm saying? So – I ended up playing at Butler two seasons, uh, two seasons at Butler. Ended up graduating with my A degree at Butler, and uh, I committed to young, I mean, to K State out the gate, just mm-hmm. quick out the gate, out the gate. Quick, yeah. it, even though other schools was coming, my head coach at Butler was like, "Man, you sure you want to do this?" I'm like, "Yes, sir." Yes, sir, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yes, sir." I'm, I'm down. I'm down with K State. I'm gonna play for Andre Coleman. And uh, you're a real big guy on loyalty. I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm real like, big man, I want to play for yeah. Andre. Play for Andre Coleman. And uh, I end up signing my my letter of intent to K State, right? And uh, that's what made me go to K State. Out of all the all the options I had, that's what made me pick K State. I just want to know when your book deal coming, because bro, bro, like yeah, the story is crazy. Yeah, you don't overcame so much adversity, so many obstacles, and as you said earlier, like you always smiling. Yeah. Right, you you smile about everything. It don't matter any. Of course, serious stuff, you know. But you find the silver lining in that cloud, yep. in that dark cloud, and you make the best out of that situation. Yes, sir. So, high school, juvie. Yep. You going through all this? Set years out. You set multiple years out. You get off probation. You go to JUCO, and now you at K State. How was that transition, right from? All of the adversity to you not knowing. Oh, I can I can actually get to where I want to be. I can get to my 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 goal. My final goal. Through, through, yeah, my final goal through a JUCO. How was that transition from being locked up to 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 JUCO to now you at K State? Really about to realize that it's possible to reach your, your goal, your ultimate goal. Man, when I first uh, transferred in. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. My my goal was to get a college degree mm-hmm. and go go and work in a, in the workplace. And, and if I make it you to back. the NFL, if I had the opportunity, <laughs> you say you back, you yeah. back, you back to seeing your Pringle, yeah. giving up football again. Hey, listen, 
Come and on, listen, because I was thinking about my back, my my, my, my past going right. going carry. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they that they don't mess with felons. That's right. what I thought. The NFL didn't mess with felons. Right. right. But uh, but what happened was when we played that pre, I mean that that spring game, I went for like 180 and like two tubs in, in less than a minute at, at K State. It was go time then. It was go time then. Right, yeah. And then like man, you can you can do it. Andre Coleman came and talked to me and said, man, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You big, you physical, Fast. and you can run. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't never had no problem with, like, being physical, mm-hmm. uh, outrunning somebody because I don't look back, if you ever notice. Right. I get the ball, I'm I'm not looking back. I'm looking yeah. at the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you, hey, you said you grew up in the projects. Yeah, I ain't, you ain't run from a lot of fights. Nah, 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 nah. Hell no. Nah. Fuck no. Nah. <laughs> that boy don't back down from that. <laughs> he ain't backing down from nah, that. Then he going to smile after. Yeah, I'm going to smile. <laughs> when lose a draw, I'm going to smile, man. That, that, that's nope. just how we grow up. But when I got there, though, it's just like I knew Bill Snyder had a script program. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I never got in trouble at. At Butler, I always was on time. I always went to class. I always got good grades. I never was had to go to study hall or get in trouble for going not going to study hall. And when I got to K State, the same principles and 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 uh, structure they ran at Butler was at K State, but a little more straight line. Right. And I ain't. I was never the problem child. Anyways, mm-hmm. I just used to get off the line a little bit, but I come back on and straight and straighten up. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got there, I never gave Bill Snyder no problem. I never gave Andre Coleman no problem. I always wanted to be like a fly on the wall. He on the team, but you'll never hear him say a word. You'll never see him on the getting in trouble in the classroom, getting a D. You know what I'm saying? Uh, talking back to anybody, right? Because I, my mama, my aunt raised me right well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know what I'm saying? So. I always abide by that. Like, you'll respect your elders. Now, it's anybody of my age, <laughs> you might get a little disrespected, but <laughs> it's all good, though. It's, it's all love at the end. But That's all it is, huh? Yeah. So, That's real. when I got there, it was just it was just a blessing to play there because the NFL, they know how Bill Snyder run his, oh, his yeah. program. Yeah, legend. He definitely a legend. And I think that really helped me uh, mm-hmm. getting into uh, getting a shot to even play in the NFL. Get those those free agent calls. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, that's when I knew it was real, man. And, and Andre Coleman sat me down and told me that, like, man, look, you could have went anywhere you wanted to play mm-hmm. coming out of JUCO, but here's gonna be it's a foundation, and, and they know how this program ran. They know it's a script program, so your past gonna get overlooked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't believe him at first. I promise you, I ain't believe him at first. But I, if I said I was, I'd be telling you a lie. Mm. And when I got them calls, man, I'm like, this motherfucker was for sure. He was for real about that. Yeah. Like, coming I mean, out of Bill Snyder, you got motherfucking Jordan Nelson. You got Tyler Lockett coming out of there. Yeah. You got uh, Brandon Banks that, that came out of there. Yeah. So I'm like, man. He ain't steal you wrong. Like, yeah. he ain't steal you wrong in high school. He didn't steal you wrong in college. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's continue to touch on that. Let's continue to touch on, you know, um, going into the draft, you know. I mean, let's assume that you thought you was getting drafted because everybody think that they're good enough to get drafted. And when you didn't get get drafted, how did that make you feel? Like, how did that fuel you even more to make a roster and prove all 32 teams wrong? 
Man, because I, I, I just wanted to put that NFL logo, a shield on my, on, 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 over my shoulders, man. When I had got that, that opportunity to go play in Kansas City, right? It was other teams called like, like Dallas, uh, 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 the, the 49ers. I had took a 30 visit to the 49ers, and uh, everybody around that loved me, but unfortunately, it didn't work out. But uh, I wasn't going there when, once I went, I took that 30 visit, and then they called me like, as the draft going. Telling me they ain't gonna get me, and then they didn't. So when they called yeah. on the free agency, mm-hmm. you know you ain't getting me. Nah. <laughs> I don't care if I ain't got no job. Nah. <laughs> I'd rather go work at Puff. That's that loyalty. See, he's a big guy on loyalty. That's that loyalty. <laughs> big guy That's on real. loyalty. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I had that chance to go to Kansas City, um, out of Kansas City in, in the Cowboys, I'm like, man, I just came from K State. Well, I went to JUCO in Kansas, I went to a university in Kansas. Why not just go to Kansas City and play right. with Coach Andy Reid? You're already familiar you know with what the I'm saying? territory, right? And then the well, first thing I, I thought about when he brought Michael Vick back, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, after his situation. So I'm like, man, it can be kind of like the same thing. And uh, that what made me actually focus on Kansas City more. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up signing to Kansas City. And when we, when we get in Ricky Mini Camp <laughs> – they just called, they kept calling, Coach Reed kept calling me K-State, K-State, mm-hmm. K-State. And uh, I ain't going to lie, they had my ass running like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's how I be, though. Like, like when they bring in guys that they really believe in, they're going to work the shit out of you. Yeah, and see what you see what you, you break or fold. And the only thing, it's be hot, but I'm so used to the Florida heat because that's how <laughs> I like to work out. Yeah. I be smiling from the one, exactly. the one side of the end zone, the other side. It'll be Everybody be bent over tired. And I just start smiling. Like, even though I'm tired, too, I just be smiling. Got to, bro. You got to show them. Yeah. No weaknesses. I am no, I ain't going to never fold. So, so for one, you look like Bobby Shmurda. Yeah, just want right. to make sure you know. Man, he look like me. I'm older than <laughs> Oh, yeah, him. you're older than him. Bobby Shmurda, you're twin. <laughs> yeah, older than him. That's first and foremost. But I, I like to hit on your background because I, I think it's a message and everything you've been through, it shows that, you know, everybody's human. Everybody, you make mistakes. But it's all about how you respond to those mistaken that adversity, right. right? As long as you don't stay down, you get back up and you keep moving forward. Right. Um, I and it seems like a situation that I hope society starts to take notice. Um that holding someone's past against them, like that that's not the way to go about it, right? Hell it, the, the way to go about it is get to know that get to know that young man. Right. You understand, find out who he is, understand his walk in life. And see who he is today, not who the person he was when he was 17, 18 years old. It's hard for people no. to do that, though. People are lazy. People I was don't want to do the work. Too, at yeah. time. See, 16, you were a kid. <laughs> I was a baby. Like, and, and I think a lot of people, they overlook the fact in, the, in, the, in the, the theme of a product of your environment, right? But people don't understand that just because you're a product of your environment doesn't, doesn't mean you have to continually reflect right. and, 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 and give off the image of the environment in which you were raised in. Because I know we don't, no, <laughs> and no. we know you don't. So I, I say that to transition into your interview, because NFL teams, they do interviews, right? Yes, they sit down with you. What was your mindset going into that interview after you've seen continuously, damn, like these people really do forgive, right? Yeah. Like how did you approach that interview? Like were you nervous? Did you think, oh, hell, my past finna – it's going to stop me. I done got back. this close again because you smile all the time, so you know yeah. you're blessed. Yes, I, I'm this close. Is my past going to affect this and stop me from moving forward? I'm one step away from it. 
you know what? When we were, when I was doing them interviews, because I I was I got in, invited to the combine mm-hmm. uh, after playing in the senior Reese's Bowl. Mm-hmm. So when I get to the the combine, and then I got all these teams set up with interviews, and it'd be like the GM, uh, just be like the owner and the head coach. Or mm-hmm. like, I just knew that, like, man, I'm all right as far as getting into the league. Right. But when they start bringing, they ask me questions, I'm like, man, how the hell you know this? You know, you know what I'm saying? They going to do their homework. <laughs> they are, they yeah. going to do their homework. They already yeah. did their homework. Yeah. And me, I'm not finna lie. I'm going to tell them straight up. Right. Yeah, you I got did to. this. Yeah, I did that. You got to. Right. But is it either you take me or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wasn't really nervous on that aspect. I was just nervous about, like, if I'm going to get drafted or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was just. Smiling, man, like you say, you, you don't smile, and, and I'm like, man, and I'm like, mm. like after certain answers, they're like, mm. Mm. right, but I'm like, I'm, I was a baby. Right. Some of them came to that and say, man, we knew you was a child. Is that past you? Right. How you, how we know that's, that you're not gonna get in and our, our our club and do the same thing, right? You know what I'm saying, right? And I'm like, man, if I want to do the same thing, I would have did that when I was at Butler, right? Or when that. I was at K State, right? You know, I'm right. changed, bro, right. I ain't getting in trouble. I, I'm I'm on a bit twelve on a roll and everything. Right, I done showed y'all four years straight <laughs> of complete on a roll student. Four years straight. And I got a degree. There you State. go. That's crazy, man. And I got a degree, so I really wasn't nervous or anything when they asked me the questions. I'm bringing something to my to back me up. Right. They ask. Yeah, man. If I want to get in trouble, bro, I would have got in trouble this moment, that right. moment, and I'm a. Ain't too many people mm-hmm. that have been in trouble gonna go back and, and do all their schoolwork, right? Uh, uh, be on even be on a, co- a collegiate level, right? Uh, honor roll, Big right. Twelve honor roll, right? Yeah. That's real. Like every year, every year I was at K State, right? Come on, man. So that's why I really wasn't even worried about that part. Mm. Gotcha. So <laughs> when you did, you know, finally make the the big decision on which team, you know, you wanted to go to. Which is what? Which was the Chiefs? Who, who was the one person you know r- really trying to get you there? Like who was the, like the main person like you was talking to on the phone and stuff like that? Uh, at first, I had I had talked to who I had I talked to the GM first, and I was like, man, I'm gonna call you back because you know all the Am calls. I John Dorsey. I don't remember which one it was, <laughs> but I remember the last person that called me was Coach Reed. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and he and he called me. And he like, man, we really want you here. You know, you're a K State player down the street, and uh, you know, basically like the fans from K State is Kansas City, Kansas City fans. Yeah. fans. And I was all right at Kansas State, mm-hmm. so I know the fans are gonna just follow me up the road, right? And uh, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, man, he right, yeah, that's a good business move because the fans gonna gravitate way behind Pringle at if he ain't on the field, mm-hmm. and then they done seen me play. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I cho- chose Kansas City. And Coach Reed wasn't a big reason why I chose Kansas City. Yeah, you made the right decision, man. Coach Reed is arguably one of the best coaches in NFL history, dog. Mm-hmm. And he's also a great coach, you know, outside of just being – outside of just playing football. You know, I, I've i had a chance to play for him for six years, and I got to say every time, you know, I needed him or needed to just talk to him, like late at night, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., or whatever the case may be about a situation I had going on, you know, even even when it was rough or 
it didn't fit the team's whatever. You know, he 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 talked to me and he gave me some real, real advice, and that's what I, I I will say about that. Yeah, you know, obviously we we had our differences, but it for for the most part, I will say, you know, he's he, he's a great coach. Yes, sir. So having that legendary coach call you, right? Was that intimidating? Because again, we know you were smiling. Yeah, but was it an intimidating phone call like, oh, sh- yeah, it's a real, but having that legendary coach give you a call like, hey, man, we want you to come out. We know you're a K-State guy. We want you to come play for the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, bro, my, I don't even know how. I, I was like so shocked that he even actually got on the phone. Right. Mm. Right. And I'm like, man, God damn. I got to go to Kansas City. Because you put him on hold at first, right? You told yeah. him I'll call y'all back, bro. Yeah, I told him I'll call y'all back because my agent was like, man, it's the most team calling. It's the most team mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you only got about like 10 minutes. They gonna, The roster going to fill up. 10 right. minutes? Ooh. I'm like, man. In that 10 minutes, Andy Reid called. Andy Reid called. And I'm like, man, I'm going to Kansas City. No other head coach ain't called me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm going to Kansas City, man. That's real. But it was, it, it was definitely one of them feeling like, man. God done something me a motherfucking blessing. Yeah. 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 I had to go take it. So uh you, you wanna speak on, you know, okay, you make the big decision on going to Kansas City. You know, so you wanna talk about your first year or just, you know, being able to see how things are in in, in the Chiefs organization. You know, did you see similarities from Bill Smart from Bill Snyder's program? And then going to Andy Reid's program, like, did you see similarities? You know, obviously, you know. The, the, the thing about I, I like the uh, the similarities I seen was uh, the discipline on the field, and like the like when you like when I tran- when I transitioned from K State to, to Kansas City, like everybody helped each other out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they weren't finna say, "Hey man, you got this route, you had to run this route," uh, like give you the wrong route. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So in Kansas Kansas State, you got to do that. We got to communicate first and foremost. Oh yeah. And uh, basically, like how he ran the structure, like everything was time, like on schedule, everything. And Bill Snyder sometimes he'll start the meeting fifteen minutes before on purpose to see as people get there. The Bill, yeah. Everyone <laughs> well, playing. The, Bill, the, 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 the uh, it's called it's just called cat time, something like that. But um, so that's why I used to be in the meetings kind of like early, even though Coach Reed ain't never start them that early. Yeah, but I just always try to be early and just be on time to show that um I'm here to, to learn and here to play. You know what they say in football: if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Yeah, because mm-hmm. crazy. You, ne- you never know when the when the when the, when the meeting gonna start. You never know. So how was your time there? You spent some some time in Kansas City. You played. Um, you whenever you got drafted, well, whenever they picked you up, you went on special teams. How was that transition from special teams to Wide receiver. Oh, man. I'm going to go opposite. Well, we already know you played wide receiver before, but they just drafted you in a special team. Yeah, because this is my first time ever playing. Now I say I played returner at Kansas State and just receiver. Right. I never played no gunner. I never been on kickoff. Right. Uh, Like, I mean, never been on kickoff or a gunner. Mm. And never hold up nobody on punt return because I always was the return man, Mm -hmm. even from high school. And uh, so it was like something new new to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, at the gunner rep, I'm like, man, when I was watching it, uh, we had to do Marcus Kemp. 
I like, man, Kemp killing him. That boy, that boy Kemp know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm like, I'm, I just used to watch. I just sit back and analyze everything. And uh, I just always took the, the gunner rep as like a fight, like mm-hmm. a one-on-one fight. If you one-on-one, you're not going to stop me from you getting down. Right. Two, ah, uh, no, I got some problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I always took everything like just don't let that my man touch the returner. Mm-hmm. Or if it's two people trying to vice me up on, on when I'm at the gunner rep, beat the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, kickoff. I couldn't tackle. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I can't tackle. <laughs> I'm just gonna go down there and slow you down. I'm like a little speed bump in the road. I'm gonna just slow you down for the. They gonna be the, the first one down. Yeah, the three, right. the three, the threes to get you or something. Right. right. I mean, yeah. So I always just try to try to slow them down. Just always be the first one down, like Ten said, and uh, just take every every opportunity I had and just mm-hmm. play play it hard because. Mm-hmm. Special teams ain't that many plays in the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I know me, I'm going to be in shape. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run hard every motherfucking play. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did my first year. Well, my second year when I when I, when I got in. And when my name was called, like, if 10 of them needed, like, a break here and there, 7 of them need a break, mm-hmm. I just know I got to be on my shit. Right. Because you never know when Pat, you know what I'm saying? So. But the thing is, though. Like what what people don't know about special team is you do not want to be on that film following the game because everybody on special team is watching and the coach is going through it play by play, picking out players. If you suck, he will say your name <laughs> out loud and say, You fucking suck. Do better. Right. Like he'll real life say that and like as a man, like you you like, God damn, he really just said that in front of all these dudes. So you, you you don't want to look bad on film, bro. Right. Like right. as a special team player, because I've I've been there. You know, I'm I I know Pringle. He was out there playing hard. He he not he trying to be the last name that the coach called. Yeah. You feel me? So and and we had this port system, and I ain't want to oh, be at the bottom. Yeah. I ain't want to be at the bottom of the port system. I want to be somewhere in the top tier. You got a point system too. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Did you ever hit the bottom of the point system? No, sir. <laughs> Always top top what top five. I was up in. Right, right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you gave blood, sweat, tears. You know, you basically gave everything you had to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, um, showed up on time. No complaints, no excuses. How how hard was it for you to leave Kansas City Chiefs and go in, into this new space with the, with the Chicago Bears? How hard was that? You know, after everything – you done gave the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, it was hard. At first, at first I'm like, man, I hope I get re-signed back to Kansas City Chiefs. Right. But then I know it's a business deal at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I always wasn't that, like, upset about the situation because one door's closed, another one open. There you go. Another one open. And – when the Kansas, when you, when the Chicago Bears called, and my agent was able to work out a deal with them, something they can, I know that I feel comfortable with, like doing, uh, accomplish. Uh, I said it's time to go, and we went back with the Kansas. We went back to Kansas City with the deal, and uh, they were like basically saying thank you, Byron Pringle, and uh, that's all they said. Thank you. Thank you, your watch, uh, like a partner. How long? Time out, time out, time out. Thank you for your service. 
<laughs> You're dismissed. Like, nah, what? they, they, they gave me a postcard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they gave me a they gave me a card. They gave me a card. I you playing? No, 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 no. Like for real, for real, like a, a a farewell card. They gave you a farewell card. Yeah, they did. They sent it to me. I didn't get no card. <laughs> they sent me a card. Hey. <laughs> They sent me a card. I better get a card in the mail tomorrow. Yeah, I got me a card. Was it Hallmark? Huh? Hallmark. Yes, it was Hallmark. There you go. With a a Kansas City logo on the top. That's crazy, bro. It's it's crazy for me though, because I like I I really thought the Kansas City Chiefs was gonna resign you, bro. Mm Because you know, for me, you know, I, I I seen you when you came in, bro. You worked hard, exactly like you said. No excuses, no complaints. You showed up. To, you showed up to everything on time. You did exactly what was asked of you every single day, and you put in the work, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you never complained once. At least I didn't. I never seen you complain. Oh no! And the coach never told me. You know, because I was a leader of our room, and he never said, "Hey, this Byron Pringle dude, he complained every day." He was like, "Bro, Pringle work his ass off, dog." And I'm like, "Bro, he gonna get what exactly what he deserved." You know, but. Like you say, if one door closed, another one going to open, dog. Yep. And that's a good mindset to have. And you know I know you're going to keep working. Yeah, I'm going to keep working. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you remember this, Reek. We was texting one, after one game. And you said, my dog Pringle got to get more reps, bro. Come on. Dead ass serious. I used to always Dead, say that. He, he told you the same thing, too. He used to say it in the meetings. I used to say that in the yeah. meetings. I used to yeah. say it to the meetings. I used to tell my coach. Yeah. I used to. He used to call me in the office and be like, all right, Reek, who do you want to play with? I used to just flat out lay it out. Like, yeah. I love everybody in this room. No hard feelings, man. But if I'm going to war with somebody and I know somebody who ain't going to complain, Pringle, he ain't going to complain, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just uh-huh. going to stand there. He going he gonna to go to war with you. And, for, and, and you know it's so crazy? One time the coach texted me and said, come to my office early. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm in trouble. I'm like, man, I know I ain't did shit. I had them one and got me some Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And, uh, <laughs> it was, I'm like, man. And I text him because he's the G. Lou. And then I'm like, man, you want some coffee? Like, nah, I'm Brett trying to butter him up. Yeah, I'm like, man, <laughs> trying to butter him up. And, and he was like, man, Tariq, man, he he told me some good things about you, man. He he really wants you on the on the field with him. Playing. Mm-hmm. And then then next thing you know, like two days later, Tariq sent in the meeting. I'm like, because uh, at first I ain't never even asked Tariq about mm-hmm. it. This is my first time even bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And when, at first, I thought he was bullshitting me. But nah, he was telling the truth. Tyree ended up sending it like two days later in the meeting room. Yeah. I told him, I said, Coach, man, we just need to have a rotation of four guys. Don't let nobody else play. Me, Pringle, <laughs> B-Rob, Cole. Like, don't let nobody else play. Like, <laughs> after that, just. But it, it's it's crazy because it comes full circle. Like, so you know he said it. Like, because me and you ain't never had a conversation about that. Yeah. Like, I, I vividly remember that conversation. You're like, bro. They got to get my dog more snaps. Like, bro is really an animal on this field. Like, really too explosive. Is, like, he really got to get more snaps on this field. Yeah. But, nah, that's so – I want to go back to this Hallmark card. <laughs> <laughs> what What did it say? Like, like they gave you a card. Like, basically saying thank you for, the like, years playing at, at the club and uh, we wish you not, nothing but uh, success on your next chapter, like, career. I don't know. It's all love, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's It's not a shot at him. I'm just thinking that it would be more 
considering what you brought to the team. Now, it's not a shot at KC, so Chiefs Kingdom. I, it should be a shot because I didn't get please, a call. <laughs> I still please let's not do it, but he Tyreek still, you want your card. I do want my Hallmark card, <laughs> at least so I can be remembered by it, at least by something. Right, right. You know, so, okay, so now let's transition to playing with the Chicago Bears. You've had the opportunity to play with, well, at least see Justin Fields throw. And we and you already know what uh one five can do, Pat Mahomes. If you could give us a brief answer, who's more accurate? <laughs> let me do this, let me do this, let me do it. Oh, okay. Let me swear man first. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Well. Who's more accurate? Patrick Mahomes, two PM <laughs> or Justin Fields? And they they both throw it and I'm going to get it, man. Yeah, I plead the fifth. <laughs> they, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it, man. I'm going to get the ball. That, that's his answer. That's your answer. We got to take that. Got to take it. We got to take, take it. So, what do you think the breakdown was? Like, you know, you know what you brought to the table. Um, everyone knows what you brought to the table. Do you think it was a breakdown or just a situation where they could just? They were just trying to move on in a different direction because they signed some more people. Do you feel like, hey man, y'all could have gave me that bread? Uh, I don't know. I think honestly, I think they probably was just trying to move on. Mm-hmm. Probably bring some new guys in. Mm-hmm. Uh, speed and size. Mm-hmm. But they I mean, dumped our ass. Yeah, they dumped us. They broke up with us, bro. They left us. They left <laughs> yeah. us. But. That's what they do, bro. Like that's that's what they do. They, but it's just a business, though. Yeah, it's a business. It's just a business. It's a business. It's crazy because with it being a business, it's all it's almost like you know the and of course it's still the, the normal work workforce, right? They can fire you, but they don't want you to quit. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not I'm not saying you 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 quit, but if you take a different deal. And a lot of people here is like, oh, well, you quit on us. If you take right? a, a promotion yeah. elsewhere. Right, right. If you take a promotion to another company, so That's to crazy. say, it's it's a problem, right? Mm. And and this is not a shot at, you know, any specific team. It's just the nature of the beast. It's just the business, right? Yeah. But if you choose to, you know, hey, I like this promotion. I'm going to go work for this company. Work for this company. Thank you for the promotion as opposed to, hey, bro, you can go seek new employment. It's a difference, right? So when the players, from what I'm seeing, is – when the players choose to take that promotion, that drop, that job transfer, stuff gets murky, right? It, yeah. It's like, oh, you quit on us. You didn't want to do this. You didn't want to do that. Man. But, but then that, when they 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 send you over to another job, everything's okay. Yeah. They, I don't know. I feel like, like with that situation being said, like they feel like you owe them loyalty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Exactly. Like, but none is owed. From the other end, because loy- loyalty is a two-way street, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a 50-50 thing, baby. It's a 50-50 thing. That's what I think. But, like, if a promotion come along, all the, all the things that if you, if you can't match it, mm-hmm. I feel like it's only right that you just take the promotion. Right. You feel me? Right. But if not, if you don't want me to go, match it. Because I want to stay. I want to stay, baby. Right, <laughs> I'm invested. I want to be invested here, bro. Like, right, right. Stay, baby. Right, but hey, I just think if people feel like you own loyalty, and then, uh, I mean, I just feel like it's, it's basically about loyalty. Mm-hmm. 
And and a lot of people got to understand, like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime job. Yeah. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll never get this opportunity again in our life to make money like this or be able to, like, set our families up the way we are able to set our families up, man. So we got to take full advantage of just everything, bro. For sure. And, and like, the, the average years of playing the NFL was, like, two it, or three it, years? It's two or three years, bro. It's short. So the like, span is short. It's, and then, like, Tyreek been in the league more than me. But I've been in there five years, one on, uh, well, going on five years, one on, I mean, IR, and then three mm-hmm. playing. But I've seen so many people come in and out of that building. Right. It's crazy, bro. Right. It's like, man, it's just like, oh, like, damn, we just in meetings. I even got cut once. You remember, Tim? I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. After the Jacksonville game. The set, the year that we won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut <laughs> you had, after the game. That was my lowest. Let me want rephrase that. That was my lowest production game. But they cut That's you right after the game. They cut me. Well, that next week, and they brought me back. How how, how soon before they brought you back? No, nah, they brought me back the next day. That's and how I ended up, play, end up playing that Sunday though. So I don't. I I don't. I never understood why. Like why they cut players immediately after games, and then they bring them back the following day. I believe it. I believe it has to do something with like contract situation stuff. Got so, to. So they don't got to pay them like all the guarantee. I, I I don't know though. You lost money as a result of that cut. Nah, because I look at first. I was on. I was active. Right. Right. I made the fifty three. I was special teams player. I made the right. I made it, and then they brought me back as a practice squad player. But I played in the games. But I still got the same check I played when I played in Jacksonville when we played at the Raiders. And yeah. I ain't never after that moment right there. I'm like every motherfucker on special team gonna feel me. I can't get cut no more. I need. <laughs> yeah, you think that could have been a mind game to 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 bring that edge back to you? Like, all right, you had a low production day, cut him, make him feel it a little bit, yeah. bring him back, let him know, you know, we can we can Man. get you in, we can get you up out of here. So we need that same edge. It was moving the rock you been around. playing with. Okay, they brought me in and showed me like, man, you ain't did nothing wrong. It's just that like we need more players over here. That's and how we got to let, let you go, but we'll bring you back on practice squad. Mm, and I is. end up, I end up playing because it was like lower receivers that week, mm-hmm. and I end up playing, and I ain't, I ain't come back off that motherfucker. <laughs> he said he never getting cut. <laughs> they they ain't playing with you no more. <laughs> I ain't never coming back off that motherfucker. Fuck that. That's dope. That's dope though, man. Yeah, that's real dope, man. So you want to talk about? You want to go into you know goals for the Chicago Bears? Mm. You know goals for yourself? Mm. You know because I feel like everybody got to set goals. Well, individual goals for themselves, you know. And my goals this this year, man, I ain't, ain't going to lie to you. I'm trying to get me some yak, man. I got to go back to that mm. old Pringle. You got to get yeah. drunk off the yak. Yeah. yeah. I'm get, trying to go back to that old Pringle, man. I'm trying to get me some yak. There you know? go. Give me some shout and let me do it the rest with it, man. There you go. You feel me? Explain to people what that is, though. A lot of people ain't going to catch that, you know. Yards out there. Well, well, I want nobody to think, oh, he trying to drink. Oh, no, I don't drink, baby. I don't drink. <laughs> he's trying to drink. I don't drink. I say getting drunk off the yak. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't drink. So, uh, yards out there to catch. Mm-hmm. Like, being physical, being able to outrun you, mm-hmm. run through you, and make you miss. Mm-hmm. And, put, and put them up right there. Yeah. yeah. Like my boy doing right now. Put them up, put them up, and uh, I want. I ain't gonna lie, man. I want to be in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, mm. there you go. I want to be go. in the Pro Bowl, bro. I broke a record in in Kansas State on that on that le- on the collegiate level. I ain't never break no record in no on the professional level. So I want to break a record some some way somehow. There you go. That's bro. another goal of mine, and I want to be in the Pro Bowl. There you go. You heard it, Chicago Bears fan. 
my man want to go to the Pro Bowl. Obviously, he want to win a Super Bowl. You know, that's that's given right there. You mm-hmm. know, he wouldn't be putting in the work he putting in now, you know, trying to help his team get to where they want to go. So, Pro Bowl, he want to run somebody over. He clearly <laughs> said that. <laughs> so, in the Super Bowl, man. So, through everything you've been through, like, if you could look back, what would you tell your younger self from where you are now today to where you were then, that 16-year-old kid or that 12-year-old kid that started going mm. down the wrong path? What would you tell that kid? Oh, man, that's a good one. Or any kid that's headed down that oh, path. Oh, man, don't give up. Don't think Don't don't think it's, it's over because mm-hmm. it ain't over. Nobody, only person closes don't on yourself is you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's another thing I tell my young self. Don't close the door on yourself. Mm-hmm. Even though I closed the door so many times on myself, I I had other people reopen it for me. Mm-hmm. You right. feel me? And, and, and. Ain't no excuses. Ain't no complaints. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if if, if something ha- happened, bad happened, it's always a way out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a motherfucking way. That's something I always believed in. Mm-hmm. And keep going. Nobody don't basically nobody don't write your script for you. Mm-hmm. Nobody don't help you It'll feed you. Mm-hmm. Nobody don't wipe your. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like keep going, bro. Ain't no ain't no man. Even my son, bro. I tell him. I ain't finna close the door for you. You close that door on your damn self. You may not be able to come back out that motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You keep going, bro. And and you gonna have people pulling, saying this, saying that. Fuck what they got going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, bro? Because they they ain't doing that. They just some people behind behind the internet. uh, Somebody that ain't doing shit. Internet trolls. You know what I'm saying? We got the same 24 motherfucking hours. Different shot clock. Right. And what you do between that period of time. Gonna make you a better man the next day. Mm-hmm. You do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You you, you set up a a, a, a goal. Mm-hmm. You keep knocking. Whatever your goal is, you set motherfucking things up to reach your goal. Mm-hmm. You keep scratching the bitches off till you reach it. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you if you do that, bro, I promise you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about no outsiders. And don't worry about nobody pulling at you. Not even your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your dog can be talking crazy about you. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Your motherfucking girl could be talking bad about you. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Just keep going. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Keep going, bro. Only people that can get to me is my boys. Mm-hmm. And they ain't even going to get to me because I'm going to laugh at these. You just going to smile at them. Yeah. That's it, man. That is all, man. So wh- what I took from that was, you know, it's not about how you start. It's all about how you finish. Yeah. You know, um, always battle through adversity because that's not who we are at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. it's about who we become in the end. Mm-hmm. So, Ringo, man, I, I I really applaud you, dog. I appreciate you as a brother, outside of playing football. You know, you are that dude. Don't let nobody tell you you not, bro. I believe in you. I know the Chicago Bears believe in you. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole fan base believe in you, and you're gonna turn that city up, bro. Yeah, like you're you gonna be the, you you're gonna be the reason why the culture change in Chicago, bro. If you keep that same mindset you got, bro, you already know it. You know. Keep being a good father, keep being a good teammate, and keep being a leader, dog. You know, because at the end of the day, we all we got, and we our own dynasty, bro. So it needed to be said, crew. Thank y'all so much for joining in, man. Mm -hmm. This this episode was so much fun. We had a chance to sit down with Super Bowl champion Byron Pringle, man. Mm -hmm. Julius, what you gotta say, man? (laughs) No, man, I, I, I. 
applaud you, dude. Like your story is going to be so inspirational. Uh, it is inspirational to not just the kids, but to us, yeah. you know, so we definitely appreciate you stopping through and don't think that, you know, your story is definitely going to go over people's heads. It's not because it resonates with so many um, um, youth, inner city youth, uh, yeah. even people in smaller towns. It resonates with them. Like we said, we come from a part where, you know, you really don't get that many options, right? You don't uh, even even when you look at sports, you don't get that many right. uh, recruiters to come out, right? So it's like you said, just keep going, man. Just they can close the door. They can't even close the door. You can only close it on yourself. You only can. And if you don't know, ask because if you don't do something, it's an automatic failure anyway. If yep. you never try. So no, man, we appreciate you, dude. It needed to be said, crew. We all appreciate you, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. That being said, we're gonna close. Make sure you get your soul runner gear and we out. Appreciate it. Love. Face Love. the fear. <laughs> Face the fear, baby. Face the fear. Okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hunt, this ain't a fault. Grind never stopping, I'm keeping it cold. Unlocking the door with the holy key. You supposed to be close to me. Hopefully, you understand. Yo, he made me this cold and I'm talking like no degree.